somebody not know how to flush a toilet after they've had a shit? Disgusting! It's in the toilet. Well, it's about time for another show, I think, really. Time for some more wee brown nuggets of wisdom from Brown Town with Tom. <laughs> Hello, good morning. <laughs> and Richard. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Brown Town. <laughs> it's good morning for me. It's not morning for you guys, so that doesn't apply. We are an international, um, truly international show, though, so I'll take morning. We're an international collection of idiots. <laughs> yep, that's us. <laughs> Well, speaking of breakfast, actually, something I've introduced to my diet recently is I have a smoothie for breakfast and I've started putting beetroot in my smoothie. So, of course, you know what happens when you eat beetroot. Yes. And it's quite terrifying when you've forgotten that you've eaten beetroot and you think that you have blood in the toilet. It make your heart skip a beat. Hello, NHS help, 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 help. Uh, no. Have you eaten beetroot in the last 24 hours, sir? Yes. Ah, that'll be it then. Fine. Also, my memory's not very good. So each subsequent morning when I get up and go to the bathroom, I have the same shock over and over again. It's like memento where the next day I go, oh my God, oh my God. Oh no, it's okay. I had beetroot yesterday. And then I proceed to have beetroot. And then the next day wake up and think I've got ass cancer and have a shock and do it all again. And this loop is currently perpetuating every day of every week. Well, yeah. Well, what happens when you when you stop eating beetroot and then you st- you have a bloody shit? You don't do anything about it. <laughs> well, how many bloody shits are you having? <laughs> do you need an intervention? <laughs> no, but I mean, I have had some interesting ones recently. Have you ever had like rabbit dropping shits? Yes, where it comes deer pellets. Little pellets, little pellets, exactly. Do you know what causes them? Can you detect a pattern? Uh, <laughs> is this where we should have booked the expert, <laughs> the scientist expert uh, to talk to yeah. us about this? Or are you looking for just like general advice, Richard? Just anecdotal advice. That's it. Yeah, nothing professional. I, I don't know what causes it, but uh, let's just think it's not binding together. So maybe it's because you're eating individual things. So maybe if your diet is just M&M's, or olives, or <laughs> blueberries. It's not that you, 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 you eat small ball-shaped things and like small ball-shaped poos come out. I, I, I don't know if that's the correlation. This is the kind of science I would like to see, definitely. So on the one hand, you're phoning up NHS 24 saying, hello, help, I'm shitting blood. Oh no, wait, I've had beetroot, false alarm. And you go, hello, I'm shitting pellets. And they go, well, how many Smarties did you eat yesterday? <laughs> yeah. What else can influence the the shape, size, consistency, smell, feel? No, not feel. Stress. <laughs> stress. I think oh. that would probably change it, wouldn't it? If you're having a stressful yeah. week, do you... Boredom? Stress and boredom? Boredom? What, just like well, lazy, bored, tired <laughs> shits? Like, oh, <laughs> I'm so bored. Oh. Boredom... <laughs> Boredom, because if you're bored, you're more likely to be like, well, what else have I got to do other than, you know, I'm thinking about a work. If you're bored at work, you'll just go for a shit, right? You'll just go to the toilet, kill some time. But if you're going for additional shits, then that would affect the nature and quality of the feces. Maybe when you're talking about stress, I wonder if, because your mind's distracted, your stomach doesn't get to focus on the challenge of building a giant submarine so you end up with it's kind of distracted thought it's worrying about something then it does a pellet then it worries about something else it comes back does another pellet 
maybe the the rabbit dropping shits you're experiencing, Richard, maybe they are stress related because your mind is diverted from the task. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't tell anyone that, but sure. Yeah. Why the not? Con- <laughs> definitely the conscious brain can only do one task at once and it has to mix keeping the heart going, going for a shit on the same sort of thread as running a business, looking after a family. They are definitely the same thing. You know, you do one at once, right? Oh, totally. (laughs) (laughs) And yet, even though while you're busy doing all those successful 21st century dad, business owner, man of international mystery tasks, your body can, when you eat asparagus, produce asparagus piss with willful abandon. Totally. And in record time as well. Like sometimes you haven't even finished your meal. You go for a piss and you go, I can smell asparagus. I don't understand that. Like it passes through so quickly. That's very true. It does go through really quickly. It it always catches you off guard. So unlike beetroot, where the next day you're like, oh my God, oh, that's right, of course I had beetroot. With asparagus, you're like, what, already? I haven't even had my dessert. (laughs) Exactly. I tell you, when I was a kid, do you remember sugar puffs? Yes. Yes. I'd love some sugar puffs. So sugar puffs used to make my piss smell like sugar puffs. Is that, is that what you told all the girls at school <laughs> <laughs> do you want to see a magic trick yeah. that's what teenage girls are into yeah <laughs> well these days who knows but back in the day sugar puff piss I don't even know if it was a, a relationship securing formula either <laughs> it sounds like something you would see on TikTok you should make a TikTok video about this so what else changes your shit what else do we have well we've got uh, beetroot, asparagus, some unknown pellets. Carrots. Yeah. Really? Oh, no, no, no. I'm, no, sorry. I'm confusing that with sick. No, there's always carrots in your sick, isn't there? <laughs> oh. So, no. Oh, sorry. No, I wouldn't normally see carrots in my shit. Peanuts. Peanuts and nutty mm-hmm. things. They, they, would, oh, yeah, they would always yeah. be visible, wouldn't they, throughout. Kale, green things. Have you ever had that? If you eat a lot of veg, then it will go like sort of darkish green. Yep, Definitely. Have That's you ever true. eaten something solid, like a, a coin by accident, maybe as a kid, and <laughs> shat it out? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just curious. Or like, you know, no. a wedding ring in some sort of like slapstick comedy, like you swallow <laughs> an engagement ring, and you, and you have to fish it out the toilet the next day. Was this the source of your latest argument with your wife? <laughs> Why aren't you wearing your wedding ring? I ate it. Sorry, you're going to have to wait for the, uh, the tinkle sound in the pan. Oh. <laughs> Yuck. No, no, just curiosity. Nothing like that. No. Have you? No, nothing springs to mind. No. Uh, no. The only time I've ever eaten anything and then immediately thought, oh God, is when I am using mouthwash in the morning and then after like kind of 20, 30 seconds and then just kind of accidentally forget and drink it. <laughs> I mean, it happens more often than I care to, care to admit. But um, <laughs> but I always wonder, like, oh, maybe I'll get a uh, cool mint fresh shit. Well, that would be nice. Like the kind of curry effect, like a little bit tingly and spicy on the way out. And just like, oh, lovely. <laughs> warming. Warming is what it is. Warming on a winter's day. Well, next time it happens, I'll call you up. Come over. You can get real close to my asshole. And I'll just go... <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell me if it's minty fresh oh i should try on nicholas because speaking of getting real close to assholes with my little baby boy his shit is developing as he grows which i guess is natural 
but it's getting worse. Little newborn baby shits are, they're, they're not great, but they're not terrible. Oh, maybe you can hear him screaming now. They're not terrible because it's mostly just milk, but now he's introducing solids. You can see exactly what he had the day before, like all mapped out. It's just there. And the nappy changes used to be relatively fine, but now it's like you're just confronted with this angry asshole right in front of you on the changing <laughs> table. And there's a, there's a turd. It's not like a nice little baby shit. It's just a turd. It's a massive turd that's just been <laughs> smeared in to this angry asshole and it's just right there and you, you want to scoop it out and scrape it out and it stinks it smells so bad <laughs> and you just you're up close with it and they say you shouldn't display disgust when they do it because that's that's unhealthy for the baby so you've got to do it with a smile on your face as well or just I just bury my face in my t-shirt and try to, to get on with it <laughs> and don't don't make any horrible like disgust noises I Kind of picture you displaying pride when you're going through this little <laughs> this little map of his day before. You're going, oh look, there's the wedding ring you swallowed. Here's a carrot. Don't remember you eating carrots. <laughs> but yeah, I remember feeding you my wedding ring. So <laughs> just to see what would happen. Is this a new thing for like modern parents that you're not meant to shame your child about shitting? I'm just trying to try to compare it with what our parents would have done. They would have been like, "Ah, oh, for fuck's sake, like look at the state of this one you've done. But now is it like the modern parent is like, no, you must bless young Tabitha with, uh, oh yeah, you've done a wonderful smelling shit. You know, is this like the modern parent now or, or what? You would you would be surprised. There's another one that came up recently, not so much shit related, but supposedly you're not supposed to say, oh, I'm so proud of you. You're supposed to say, oh, you should be really proud of yourself. Because if you say I'm really proud of you, that sends the message that the, the child has to perform to earn your pride. And the Dance, message monkey. that you want to transmit, <laughs> the message that you want to convey is like, you should do this because it's good to do it and you should feel good about yourself, not because you want to impress me. So I can understand that for, morning. you know, a child that has enough grasp of language that they can understand English or speak sentences. But how, how, old's, your, how old's your child at the moment? S- seven months. So no, oh, right. Perfect then. Yeah. No already speaking. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no comprehension. <laughs> Just pure shit. <laughs> I think, but every time he shits and I go, oh, that's disgusting, uh, uh, and pull lots of faces, that's probably sending the wrong message. Yeah. Um, but lots but of smiling and encouragement just, and well done, and that's great. Do you not think he would just enjoy the funny faces you're pulling? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I enjoy yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy it when he farts as well. He does like little grown-up farts. We, we giggle together at those. It's like a nice See, bonding moment. You're reinforcing those moments. You're reinforcing his love of all things toilet related. Yeah. Another recent thing is that he, when when they're like very young babies, they they shit like five times a day, and that's fine, that's normal. But now it's gone in the other direction, and he, he shits once every five days, and it's terrifying because it just Whoa. it builds up and it builds up and it builds up. Wow. And then we're scared to go out into public because we're like, well, it's going <laughs> to be blows. an explosion. Yeah, and like, you know, and if they blow at home, you can deal with it in your bath and do what you need to do. Because you don't realise, it, it goes everywhere. As soon as babies flap their arms and legs, and as soon as an arm or a foot or whatever touches the shit, then it's everywhere. Like, it's on their face, it's on the it's on the sides, it's on their clothes, it's on the mat. It's just, it's, it spreads, like, really, really quickly. So you've got to really control their arms and legs. And obviously, if you're in a public place, like, grotty toilet, it's not easy. But the most recent concern was he hadn't 
been to the toilet for five days and his his little baby asshole was was gaping it was open and we were just like oh my god maybe we should call the nhs like <laughs> this is not normal and i think it was just a pre-shit gape maybe he did he, sh- he shot he shot that day thank god after five days and it was massive it was crazy there was oh my god it was horrible but we'd never seen <laughs> just maybe maybe it was like a shit in slow motion where obviously all assholes i guess gape a little bit before the shit comes out but there's there's so little time between the gaping and the shit coming out yes that this was just like a really slow motion his ass like sat open for like a few hours i don't know how long and then shit eventually came out maybe it's his little systems are still forming and he opened the bomb doors like a day early (laughs) yeah maybe (laughs) maybe he's just got to work on his timing that's all it's like comedic (laughs) delivery all the elements are there but you just got to work on your timing son (laughs) still dealing with that still learning still developing every day's a school day with little baby shits and just got got to monitor it closely and pretend to enjoy it and smile and encourage when you said he's at risk of flapping his arms and legs around and if like if a limb touches the shit it just goes everywhere do you bind his wrists and ankles together <laughs> like some kind of <laughs> captured wild game to stop that <laughs> there's no bondage involved it's just not like a normal shit can be dealt with where you hold both feet in one hand and that that's one hand like holding feet and the other hand just does the wiping and cleaning and organizing that's fine it's just that when there's so much shit it goes up past what would be considered normal. Like it goes up past the crotch, it goes up past the belly button, it reaches the armpits on like a really bad oh. day. So you can <laughs> then you then you lose control. You need another you need another set of hands to hold the baby hands. So if you've got two flapping baby hands and shit up to the armpits, then it, oh my god, it goes everywhere. You carry it like a bomb through to the bath and just like dump them <laughs> in the bath and hose them down <laughs> at arm's length. <laughs> I'd consider it a bad day if I shat in my armpits. I'm not going to lie. It does beg the question, though, to me, would you, if as a grown-up you had the opportunity to only take a shit every five days, would you, when you, would you consider that a blessing? I think that would be quite a nice thing. And it's not, you don't need to worry about, you know, you'd save money on toilet paper, you could go about your day, you could do a whole day's worth of activities without thinking about needing to go to the bathroom. And you'd be like, oh, no, well, I'm not taking shit today. No, I don't take shit until Thursday this week, actually. That's that's my fifth day. That'd be quite a nice thing to do. Well, would, yeah, you say I, that. I would sign up for that. You say that, but, okay, so, Tom, what you should do is you should get your kitchen counter, get out all the things you're going to eat and drink in the next five days, like all your toast, all your yellow foods. <laughs> Crisps and biscuits. All the, yeah, all, all, the, the, all the beige pies. All, yeah, <laughs> everything, all, all that yellow 1980s food that you're going to eat. Put it, put it on the counter, tip it into a Safeway carrier bag, shake it around a bit, and then see if you want to walk around for five days carrying that bag. Mm. Well, yeah, okay, so the, the extra weight and the, maybe it will be a bit more sluggish. <laughs> it's funny you say that because we have a nappy bin which weighs an absolute ton so this gets empties every two or three weeks because it lasts a while like it's a kind of compactor it compacts all the nappies and then I, I emptied it just today actually and it was quite heavy I had to use both arms to carry this massive sack of shit wow. basically down the stairs and then what was really amazing is that that has come from my tiny little baby but not only that that has come from my wife's breasts 
all this weight and all this energy and all this waste and all this stuff it came from her at her boobs basically I'm not sure referring to that as waste is where we really want to take this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just when 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 you're you're presented with three weeks of human waste, it's like, fuck, it's a lot. It really is a lot. And it weighs an absolute ton. And I just think it's, it's amazing how what we ingest is converted into energy and then waste and it goes through boobs and out bums. And yeah, it's fascinating. It it is kind of amazing. It is. I've, it's the circle of life. I feel. Uh, I feel Elton John coming on in the background. <laughs> From boob, boob, boob to bum to bin and, and back again. <laughs> There's the informative new mother's book that's waiting to be written. From boob to bum to bin, <laughs> written by an uninformed new dad. Um, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of exciting toilet books, Tom, you sent us you sent us a link to a yes. book. I'm going to pronounce it wrong, so I'm going to I'm going to leave you to pronounce it. Stiller Otter, right? So this is <clears throat> this has caught my eye this week. So it is a coffee table book full of pictures of toilets, toilet cubicles on the side of Swiss mountains. And <laughs> if you can imagine it, because obviously this is radio, so you can't I can't give you a picture, but it is basically beautiful Swiss alpine scenes with some kind of can in front or a little <laughs> or, or a little sort of outside toilet with a cistern. And it's amazing. It's from, it's by Marco Vulcan. So it's this coffee table book. So that when you, if you want to buy something for your flat and you want to impress your visitors when you have people coming around for dinner again after the lockdown is over and they'll be like, oh, what new books have you bought? Well, I bought this book off <laughs> Toilets in the Mountains. But some of these, are, they are so beautiful. And this is just on the preview on the website that it just makes me think, firstly, I miss going for walks in the mountains. But secondly, what an amazing place to have a shit. You're going halfway up mm. Swiss mountains and you have, you know, shit with a view. It did make me think... For me, I would love to take a shit on the side of a mountain, but where would be your, your favourite place you would love to go for a shit? If you, if you had a, an unlimited opportunity, where, anywhere in the world, favourite place, maybe like least favourite place, should we say? Well, maybe not favourite place, but I think most impressive view place that I took a shit was up the Shard in London. Because I'm pretty sure... Yeah, I remember it being pretty much glass. I don't know if they had like a two, like a, like it was a one-way glass thing, but I remember being in the cubicle and it was just floor-to-ceiling glass. And I thought, if I pull down my pants and bend over to go for a shit, I wonder if anyone will see. And <laughs> I thought I could really just pebble dash this window. And I wonder <laughs> if anyone will notice. <laughs> Because, you know, fuck the Shard and fuck London. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the next producer comes in and they go, it's really smoggy today. I couldn't see much out the window. (laughs) Sorry, so so that's not quite within the spirit of your question, Tom. Um, (laughs) No, it's a solid answer. It is a good answer. Um, Al? Yeah, I think... For me, it's a two-tiered, two-tiered approach. I would love to sit on the edge of a volcano and shit into a volcano. I think, wow. I think that would be cool. I think that would be cool. I mean, I've got in mind this like bucket list idea of hiking up Mount Fuji and then sitting atop Mount Fuji and looking over 
the like the whole of Japan and shitting in it. Uh, that would be cool. But I Mount Fuji always has snow at the top, and I'm kind of picturing when I think of the act of shitting into a volcano, I'm thinking more about some semi-active volcano in Hawaii where it's kind of bubbling away at the bottom and your butt's nice and warm. So that kind of heat's radiating up from, from below and you're like, oh, you've got a nice warm butt and then just kind of crapping down into molten lava. Your asshole is bleached in this scenario as well, yeah? <laughs> just just, so, I can, well, just I- so I can pitch it. <laughs> well, I certainly, wouldn't need to, I certainly wouldn't need to shave my arse. I mean, that would just singe the hairs clean off. <laughs> Wow, this is really insightful. I had no idea you had this fantasy. That is, wow. You should, you messy, should talk to someone about that. Messy fantasy. Messy fantasy. Maybe, maybe it's some kind of unresolved childhood trauma from too many cold toilet seats. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I've got like a real, a real like devilish, devil worshiping scenario here. You're kind of shitting into the the pits of hell, and there's a darkness to it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the only darkness would be the childish sense of glee that I would have if the volcano ever erupted. And then there's <laughs> this, you see images on the news of this volcano raining hot ash and secretly my shit <laughs> down on the surrounding <laughs> landscape below. <laughs> ah, it burns, it burns. <laughs> it smells as well. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, I like the idea of shitting into the void in the sense that I'd like to I'd like to see how far it could go if you just had carte blanche just to pull down your pants and push as hard as you can. How, <laughs> how much di- how much distance could you get? <laughs> Probably not very much, to be honest. <laughs> what do you mean? How much distance you could get? Like as tall as the volcano is? Surely. Like, what's the? Are you trying to shoot it horizontally like a cannon? <laughs> or maybe <laughs> maybe I'm standing on yeah the very edge of a sheer surface. And, or maybe just back from it. So I've got to like push really hard, and like the aim is to get it over the edge. That'd be quite satisfying, and then watch it fall and fall and fall and fall. Oh, like like the edge of the shard. So it just kind of run yeah. down that whatever they've got, like a <laughs> seventy degree slope that they've yeah. got. Yeah. What? What about like a ski jump in Austria or something? So you're at the top of a ski jump. You shit there at the top, and then it rolls all the way down. And how fast can you go from like <laughs> the start? It rolls down. It jumps. So how far can your your little turd? go down and how far can it jump? Turd jump. You know, in the javelin event where the javelin hits the ground and then the wee guy comes running out and sticks a flag next to where the javelin landed. You can imagine all these guys running out with little brown flags and then where your shit finally lands on the long jump, he comes out and plants a wee flag with like Richard's face on it. (laughs) Yeah, perfect. That'd be very satisfying to know and to participate in. Do you reckon they're going to have that at the rescheduled Tokyo Olympics? They're going to have to use their imagination, I think, to, to attract <laughs> visitors. So we, we should write to them and, and suggest that. Yeah. It's certainly one way of using the winter ski jumps when there's no snow in the summer. You just use it for summer turd jumping. Yeah, it's summer scat Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> you could make it into like a slip and slide, you know, where you put the washing up liquid and the water running down. So you could have a, a scat slip and slide. Yeah, or like with curling, where they have like the little brushes like in front. So <laughs> <laughs> you can make like like a little mop to like clear the space and like let the turd go and go and go and go. Uh, normally, I, I I don't really watch much Olympics, but I would watch that. That would be that would be great. <laughs> you heard it here first. Turd Olympics coming to a TV network near you soon. 
I think that's probably a good a good point to leave today. Thinking about the Turd Olympics, have a think about what maybe your favourite Turd Olympic sport would be, other than turd jumping. And where your dream shit location would be. Yeah. So it's goodbye from me, Tom. And bye from me, Richard. And bye from me. Yeah, see you next time.